Hi, this is Nani. This is Mia. And this is Lily. And we are here talking today talking with Miss Connor about the all out May first rally in Colombia. Can you summarize us what for us what the purpose of the rally was? Sure. Well, the purpose of the May 1st rally at the South Carolina Capitol was for all the concerned teachers and parents and any other citizens that felt like that there needed to be um, some attention paid to making reforms in our educational system. We went there so that our elected officials, our state legislature, legislators, our governor, could hear and understand that there are some deep-seated problems in our public school classrooms and that we really need to work hard in coming up with a solution. And so that's, that's why we all showed up, and it was really something else that 10,000 showed up. I don't even think that was expected, but that's how many people showed up. That was a lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. So reform means if there is a problem, um, you want to make fixes to it. You want to find solutions. So some of the uh, matters that teachers are wanting to reform in the classroom is to have smaller class sizes. Some of you may have been in large classes. Yeah, I've had 30 before. Yes. Crazy. Very crowded last year. Mm -hmm. Very crowded. This year we had 27, and That's I'm always good. trying to, yeah, that was, but we were still trying to find new seats, and it's Switching a lot. Switching around all over the place. Yes. Last year, some of the kids had to sit on the floor because there were so many of them. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. So we're pushing for smaller class sizes and more money for better resources. Like school supplies. School supplies. And need more clipboards. That's always a problem. Yes. Yeah. And more curriculum, the things that we use to teach you, books and um, presentations and all those different things that we give you and teach from. We, um, we don't get a lot of money for those things. And so, yes, yeah, so those are just a few of the reasons. So this to... is what happens. So you pay a lot for college, and then you don't get paid very much to be a teacher. That's what? why they're brainwashing those girls to become teachers, and then we can become teachers, and then we want to get out of it because we don't have a lot of money. Makes sense. Honestly, that's there's a lot of truth to that. It's Teachers don't make a lot of money. Nope. Um, but it's a lot of college. It's a lot of college, and you're right, college is very expensive. And when a brand new teacher gets out, they're not making the kind of money that will allow them to pay for their living expenses, pay for their student loans, to pay back for college, and to pay for all the curriculum and school supplies that are missing in the classroom we could get rid of those math workbooks, the science workbooks, and the social studies workbooks that we don't even use. You're right. And you know what? We don't use them because no we don't find them to be very valuable. Um, there's, there's better pieces of curriculum 
to use, and that's why we choose Google. that. But we pay for that. Makes sense. Yes. Taxes. Yes. Yes. And so that's what ref Reformation is all about, reforming, finding solutions to problems. For you personally, what was the most important thing that the teachers were fighting for? That's a really good question. I felt like I love my job so much. I love coming here every day. And I am fortunate enough to have a supportive spouse. And, and I, can, I can make the sacrifice to pay for all these different things in my classroom. But I'm coming from a much different um, situation than most teachers come from. And I see these other teachers that are struggling immensely with financial issues mm -hmm. and they're good teachers and they're being run off because the system is so broken. And so I feel like I had a, a responsibility to my colleagues that I highly respect um, to help be a voice for them and just to share my own experiences because you know, I worked, I'm an Air Force veteran, so I have come from the outside into education. I chose this as a second career path. And coming from the outside world, the business world, the military world, and seeing what teachers face has been extremely eye-opening. And so I guess for me, my number one reason to be there was to just help others that are called to teach but cannot continue to teach because they simply can't afford it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a lot of single teachers who are just getting in and just started a school, they don't have a lot of resources. They don't have all the books for children because if you start at a high grade, you need a lot more older books. And those can run to like $100 if you buy 10. Absolutely. Books are too expensive these days. Yeah, you can I have no books to read down. anymore books and yeah I mean and look, think of all of our library books like it's so important to me that my class has interesting books for you all to read because I want you to develop the love of reading I know you have the love of reading Lily <laughs> yes but not all kids have that but if you surround them with really interesting and engaging high quality literature that's available to them, then it's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference in their lives, and that's really important to me. And so you buy them out of your own money. So, um, Why did you choose to go to the rally? So I chose, it was, I was really conflicted about it at first because I was concerned about repercussions you know that there were a lot of people saying that teachers shouldn't go it was the wrong thing to do um, there were some people even trying to intimidate teachers from going from speaking out um, but I decided that there's just so many issues in education that really need to be addressed quickly and think of the things we've studied in the past, like the progressive error, 
Remember all the problems from the Industrial Revolution? All the working conditions that they faced? Right. We don't prevent it. The government go broke and we were relying on other countries to help us, and we still owe them now. We do. And then think of the unsafe working conditions that they faced, you know, in the factories. And if people hadn't sacrificed to, to, to peacefully protest and, and make people aware, we might still be having those problems today. And so it's a, there can be a lot of consequences. Thankfully, I didn't personally face any, but I know some teachers that have. And um, so I was very conflicted about going, but then I finally made the decision to go, and I'm very thankful that I did because I think that it did, it, it certainly got the attention that educators really care and we're not going to just let this problem continue to go unnoticed any further because we care so much for our students. We, we care so much for your futures and the generations that are coming after you. Um, this needs to get resolved. They still want to brainwash us to become teachers, though. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Because they like, okay, so they take a teacher and they make them a teacher because, like, as a little kid, a bunch of teachers, even my teacher wanted to be a teacher, and it was kind of weird because they're trying to brainwash us to become a teacher. Everybody, you need to see this. Not just me. Well, you know, I didn't become a teacher. I always wanted to be a teacher, but my first job, I was an engineer. I actually went to school, got an engineering degree, and did that in the Air Force. And then later decided I want to be a teacher. I kind of went a different route. Um, That's a good route. I think it was because then I could afford to be a teacher. But if you go the other way, it's awfully hard to afford being a teacher. I don't know how teachers do that. Um, I look at some of the teachers in our own school that have just graduated college, and they're just amazing teachers. Um and I don't know how they're going to stay in the classrooms past five years. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's likely that they will. And that really, um, it concerns me deeply because that's their passion, that's their calling. But when you can't afford to do it, there's just no point. Right. And the people that get hurt are the kids. It's really true. Yeah. How did you feel when you saw those teachers fighting for the rights? It was really, I felt like it was a historical moment yeah. that I, I got to be a part of, and it made me feel really special. You need to record that document right now. Write it on a piece of paper. Just make a documentary about that, and then a million years from now, like, well, ancient maybe. time. When they didn't have flying cars, when cars ran on gas, when they had real <laughs> trees. <laughs> You're right. And my understanding is that is the largest um, group of teachers that have come to the Capitol in the history of South Carolina. 
That has wow. never happened before. We made history. We made history. And so, and it was just neat to not only go with all the educators from our school, I got to know a lot of them better, and that was really neat. You know, two hours up and two hours back from Columbia, you get to know people on a car ride, and that was really fun. And then being out, and, of course, we're all wearing red, and all the educators, and we're all kind of squished together and holding signs, and everyone was so polite and gracious. It was hot. You know, there there would have been so many reasons for people to get rude or... Um, ugly with one another, but that was not the case. Everybody was so polite and gracious, and we respectfully protested. I mean, it wasn't meant to... It wasn't violent. It wasn't. We weren't trying to... Force them into doing it. Right, and we weren't being negative toward any one person. It was just a matter of this is an issue that affects all of us, and we care. And that's what this is about. You told us there were a lot of teachers at the rally. About how many do you think there were? Well, originally, I think only maybe 5,000 had signed up. And nobody expected this, but when we got there, um, they had, I guess with the drones and the pictures, and they had made estimations, they figured, law enforcement figured there were actually 10,000. Now, whether we were all teachers, I don't know. Most of us were teachers, but there were also board members of school districts, one of our board members. There could be parents because there parents. were parents. Because if the parents didn't fight for their kids' rights, the kids aren't going to learn anything if just the teachers go. So some parents were probably in there, too. Yeah. Absolutely. My dad did fight by giving me the option to stay home. But I came to school anyways. I came to school, but I should have stayed home. Well, that's okay, because you obviously support the effort because you're allowing me to talk about it. You've chosen to interview me and Mm -hmm. let me share my experiences. So that, all of these things help so much. Just, Just trying to understand the issue and being able to talk about it um, respectfully with one another and learning the facts and developing solutions together is really important. And it it's really something special to see you all, your fifth graders getting ready to be sixth graders, caring so much about this because you're our future leaders. Whatever your calling is on your life, it's going to be amazing. And I'm just, it's a privilege to get to be a part of that in a student's life. It really is. Being a teacher is the best thing in the world, in my opinion. It really is. That's why I chose it. I absolutely chose it. I wasn't brainwashed, Nani. <laughs> Does it feel like I'm brainwashing you right now to be a teacher? Little. <laughs> um, what were some of your favorite signs that you saw at the rally? I know there were a bunch of funny ones. There were. Well, my sign, so I'm a bit of an introvert, and an introvert is somebody that just doesn't care to be around crowds. You'd rather be home reading a book, given the choice between party or staying home reading a book, you know. I prefer smaller surroundings and things like that. So my sign said, and actually Miss Jenna made it for me, Miss Young, it said, 
it's so bad, even the introverts are here. <laughs> so, <laughs> and a lot of people stop me to take a picture of my sign. So, um, there were some others that were really funny. One said, um, my sign would be better, but I've been out of copy paper since oh, December. Did you see that? Yeah. Yes. And, um, funny. yes, there were a I'm trying to think of some others. There were some really catchy signs. Miss um, Val had done one about, what was it? If she can add, um, I just want to be able to. I just want to, I just want a salary where adding guacamole isn't a big decision. Yes, because, <laughs> you know, guacamole is always expensive. You know, it costs a little extra. You want a salary where you can afford the guacamole? Yes. So there were a lot of really creative signs. Um, some teachers had one that said, I'm here for, and then they put a colon, and then all their students had signed the poster. And I thought that was neat. Do you think the rally made a difference? I think it has. I think it's a good first step. I don't think it's solved. it's going to solve the problem. But what it's showing is that we as educators and parents and concerned citizens, we care enough. We will make this, we will make our voices known, and we're not going to back down because it's important. So I think I've got to believe that the legislate, legislators and the governor could hear us very much if they were inside listening. their offices in the Capitol building. There was no way they could not have heard us. No. And there is an education bill that um, they have been trying to rush through. It doesn't look like it's going to make it. But a lot of educators are feeling like their voice wasn't heard in putting together that piece of legislation. And so... It doesn't look like it's going to become law, so this coming year, they're going to start rewriting it. And this time, as educators, we want to be at the table when they write it so that they don't put in things that just don't make sense. Because you only really understand things when you're here in the classroom. There's so many things I didn't understand until I got in the classroom myself and started being a teacher. It's, it's a lot different. So they need to have educators at the table explaining what is important and what isn't. They need to really, really listen to that. And I hope that that will happen. What is one thing you'd like our listeners to know about the All Out May 1st rally? What I'd like you to know is that the way this all started was a small group of educators that were just really frustrated and it was just it started at the grassroots and so grassroots means it wasn't some big political effort it just formed because a group of educators started sharing their frustrations and started sharing possible solutions and what can we do to fight for our students and this whole movement grew really organically from a movement of just teachers that care and parents that care and students that care and citizens that care. 
so I want people to know that this wasn't, because um, some people have said they think that there are special interest groups trying to manipulate this and cause all kinds of things, and that's just not the case. It, it truly has come from a group of educators, and it has grown because we're all feeling, we're all experiencing similar things. So that's what I want people to know, that this is a, this was a true effort that began with teachers that care. Thank you, Ms. Connor, for sharing your experience with us. That's all for this episode of Kindness Coalition Corner. Bye. 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 Thank you.